The Korean Thrive Podcast, episode 153. Let's talk the new Etsy seller fees. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. It's wonderful to have you here with me again for another week and another show. If you do enjoy the show, I would really love for you to share it on your Instagram stories. So if you find this episode valuable and you think other people would enjoy listening to it or get something out of it, just take a screenshot of you listening to the episode up on your screen or hey, a selfie, whatever works, and just reshare it on your stories and uh, tag me at Create and Thrive on Instagram so people can come and check it out for themselves. So today, obviously, we are going to be talking about the new increase in the Etsy seller fees. This has been all over the internet in the last week since it was announced and it's caused a lot of uh, uproar and hoo-ha and uh, you know Etsy has benefited in that their share price has gone up but there's been a lot of upset sellers out there about the new fees. So I just want to bring my perspective on this issue. Uh, I have shared it kind of on Instagram and Facebook, but I thought doing an episode on it would be an opportunity for me to kind of speak a little bit more to what I think about this and some of the the issues around it. And I'd really love to hear your thoughts too. So, you know, please do tag me um, over on Instagram or I'm at Jess Van Den on Twitter However you'd like to kind of share your thoughts, Instagram or Facebook are probably the best options uh, about this episode and your experiences with this. Obviously, in the Thriver Circle, we've been having a discussion about that as well. So if you're in the circle, uh, you can join in on that discussion also. So I've got a couple of points that I want to cover in relation to this. And I'm going to start off, number one, by saying, um, you know, myself personally, I'm not really bothered by the fee increase over much. I will explain a little bit more about why that is. Before I go on, I just want to uh, actually outline the changes for those who may be a little unclear or may not have heard about this yet, (laughs) although Etsy's kind of plastered it everywhere. So I think if you're a seller, you probably have heard about it by now. So up to this point, for the last 13 years that Etsy has been in business, they have been charging us 20 cents US per listing. And then they've been charging us 3.5% transaction fee on the item price. So when we sell something, they get 3.5% fee out of that. And they haven't been charging us anything on shipping. So shipping has always been fee free. And they are changing a couple of things. So first of all is they are increasing their transaction fee to 5%. And they're also applying that now to the shipping cost. And their explanation for this is that uh, some sellers were hiding part of the product cost in their shipping cost. And another reason was, you know, it's kind of standard practice um, amongst other online vendors. So they're just kind of bringing things up to speed with that. Now, I think this is the thing that has gotten most people irate (laughs) is the uh, percentage uh, fee on shipping, because, of course, any honest seller will only be charging 
postage and handling so that is the actual postage fee plus a little extra to cover the um, materials costs and things like that and that's absolutely fine that's you know totally to be expected and a good part of a good business model to, is to make sure you cover all of those costs and so for most people I guess have been covering that in their shipping costs and the benefit has been that they haven't had to pay a fee on that now Etsy is also offering uh, it's also going to be offering what they call plans so there'll be the basic or free plan which is basically everything we already have with those fees then there's going to be the standard plan with a few extra bells and whistles and the premium plan which they haven't actually disclosed what it's going to cost or what it's going to be yet the standard plan is starting at ten dollars us and it's going to go up to twenty dollars us at the beginning of next year so january 2019 premium we don't know about yet um just looking at these numbers the standard one for me doesn't really seem to have much benefit uh they have said hopefully they won't change their minds on this because that will be a different podcast but they have said that they won't be weighing search in any way to benefit people with plans that search is still going to be organic and natural so you don't have to buy a plan in order to get found in search still so we don't have to worry about that for now <laughs> um so i just want to take a moment before i talk a little bit more about this topic to give you a bit of a breakdown i did some research um one of the reasons i'm not bothered by this fee is because business costs money it costs money to run a business you're going to have to pay somewhere you have to pay in order to have a market stall you have to pay to be in a brick and mortar shop an awful lot more i might add you have to pay to sell on your own website and i'm going to talk about that in a minute it's always going to cost money to do business what it is about is finding the best value for money the best place to do business that doesn't cost you anything or costs i shouldn't say doesn't cost you anything doesn't cost you too much that you can't cover it in your business costs and expenses and income so for me etsy brings me customers the apart from direct traffic which uh you don't really know where that comes from it might be that someone has bought from you before it might be uh someone you know has found you on social media Apart from that, Etsy traffic itself, Etsy search is my number one referrer on Etsy, uh, followed by Pinterest a, f- a fair way down. So Etsy brings me a lot of my customers um, organically through Etsy search. Um, so, you know, they do the hard work to advertise themselves as a platform and bring shoppers to that platform who then find me and buy from me. And that's the benefit of being on a vendor website like Etsy or any of the others out there is the fees you're paying is for them to do their work to bring customers to you and to also provide obviously the tech background support that keeps your shop up and running. So for me personally, the amount of value and traffic and sales that Etsy brings me, this very small fee increase has does not worry me in the slightest because it's still a very, very affordable um, and a very good return on investment from what I get out of Etsy. And I'll talk my own numbers in a moment. But I want to do um, an example of some of the other places out there. I actually did the research and found the numbers. So I'm going to talk about the fees for Etsy, Amazon Handmade, eBay, Shopify, 
big cartel and your own website there are obviously lots of other options out there but these are just some of the ones that came to mind that i thought i would compare for you guys um, so here's a quick breakdown of, of the fees etsy you pay a 20 cent listing fee uh, by the way all these numbers are in us dollars unless i say otherwise which obviously for those of us in other currencies we have to convert it into our own currency 20 cent listing fee now there's going to be a five percent transaction fee on flat fee on everything uh, your item price and your shipping and then there are the plans that i mentioned earlier amazon handmade this was really hard to actually find the fee information so if i do have this wrong please let me know as far as i could glean without signing up this is the right fee information uh, what i did find that apparently there's a 12 percent transaction fee uh, which is a minimum of a dollar so what i got out of that and correct me if i'm wrong is that you pay 12% transaction fee on your sale, but it has to be at least a dollar you pay per sale. And Amazon Handmade currently waive their monthly fee, but as of the 1st of January, 2019, it's gonna be 39.99 US dollars a month to be an Amazon Handmade seller. eBay, uh, this is Australian dollars. I couldn't really, the US information was quite confusing, so I just went with the Australian. So this is cheaper um for you in the us because australian dollar is like 70 cents to the dollar so uh, yeah so 50 cent listing fee uh up to 9.5 percent tra transaction fee on the american side i did see 10 percent. i don't know why that's different so do your own research uh and apparently it's 24.95 a month to be a business seller uh, on ebay uh shopify the basic plan which is you can have up to 100 listings and anyone with a serious business isn't really going to have i think that the next one down is like 15 or something uh, unless you have you know really high priced products that might work for you but the basic plan is 29 uh, us dollars a month for shopify and then if you use shopify payments apparently there aren't transaction fees but if you use if you accept credit card paypal and other payment gateways the transaction fees range from 1.75 percent to 2.9 percent and there's a 30 cent transaction fee as well uh, big cartel you can have up to 100 products for 19.99 per month us and finally your own website so the ch kind of cheapest option here is you get a 12 dollar domain that's the kind of the cheapest I've seen domains recently. Or you get it included in your hosting. Um, my host is DreamHost, so I just looked at what they offered and they offered $8 per month, uh, basic hosting, including one domain. Now that's reasonably affordable, I think. Uh, I pay a lot more than that because I have a VPN, a virtual private uh, network, and I uh, have multiple websites. But if you're only running web one website, uh, this is, a WordPress website with WooCommerce installed as your shopping cart, which doesn't cost anything. It doesn't have to cost anything. You can pay for upgrades. Uh, now, uh, there's some extra kind of hidden costs with your own website that I think a lot of people don't realize. Um, I pay $200 a year to retain a security company. So if my site gets hacked, I will get it fixed within 12 hours. So that's happened to me a couple of times over the years. And, you know, it's, it's not common but it's not super rare either so just be aware that is a risk when you run your own website you do you know if it's your if it's your livelihood you should pay for some sort of security uh, malware backup uh, sorry malware cleanup um, system i also pay five dollars a month per website 
the ones I back up, I don't back up all of them, uh, for an external backup as well with the same company. So that, that adds up as well. So those are some of the hidden costs that you might not realize having your own website. If you are making it your main income driver, you really need to have good security on there to protect your investment. So just that's just an example. Now, looking at all of those, Big Cartel, pretty reasonable um i think made it here in australia also has like a 20 dollar flat fee now uh to sell there so if you you know it really comes down to how much you're selling what price point your products are at and the amount of traffic and you're going to get so thinking of those numbers i mean looking at that for me amazon is way out of the ballpark um ebay also now eBay, I know that their transaction fees also cover shipping. I'm not sure on Amazon. I could not glean that. If you know, please let me know uh, whether they charge that percentage on shipping fees or if that's separate. Um, and obviously the others don't. So Etsy really in comparison, still super affordable. It really is for the amount of traffic you get and the amount of um, the, the amount of people who know about it. I mean, it's still there's still plenty of people who don't, and that means there's an untapped market there. But I also I also think the culture there is probably better than many of those other places. Shopify, of course, is your own, like your own websites. It's your own thing. Um, but places like eBay, I've always avoided selling there because of the you know discount mentality of that of that marketplace. I'm a little afraid Amazon Handmade may be that way as well. I'm not sure because I haven't sold there. So if you have and you have some feedback on that, please do share it. I'd love to hear it. So I just wanted to do that because I wanted to break down the reality of costs of selling online and giving you some examples of what it can really cost out there. Um, if you'd like a breakdown of those, I'm actually going to put it in the show notes. So head on over to createandthrive.com and look for episode 153 under podcast and the, the breakdown uh, that I've just read out to you because I know the numbers are probably like, ah, oh, what? Um, it's going to be there for you. So go have a look. So let's move on to number two, which is fees on shipping. Now, what this has actually done to me has been a bit of a kick in the backside to do something I've been meaning to experiment with for a long time, which is free shipping. Now, I've always kept my shipping separate because they didn't charge transaction fees on shipping. So I always kept my shipping separate to save a bit of money. But now that it's being you know, the fee's been put on. I'm like, well, I may as well move that cost into my product price and offer at least free domestic shipping, if nothing else. Um, but my international shipping fee is actually pretty low as well. So I'm toying with the idea of actually offering store-wide free shipping and simply moving that cost into my product price. Now I can do that because my shipping is my shipping is relatively low. It's you know, a couple of under five dollars for most stuff that I ship because it's small and light. I totally understand that for a lot of people, this is not necessarily the case, but what you may want to do, you know, if you can move your domestic shipping cost into your product price and offer free shipping, do it because, you know, the biopsychology is more and more people buying online. They really don't like to pay shipping. You know, logically, we all know we pay for it, <laughs> but the, the looking at it and look free shipping, you know, it's a psychological thing, marketing thing that it, it does make a difference. So if you can do that at least, uh, that'll be a benefit. And of course, a lot more people are going to be doing that now for this reason. So it'll probably become even more and more um, expected that you have at least free domestic shipping. 
Again, I know this isn't possible for everybody. So if it is possible for you, I'm recommending to give it a go. Um, with international shipping, obviously, you know, we offer, and, and domestic, we offer upgrades. So those are still going to be in the shipping section because they have to be, there's no other way, but they'll be minus whatever the cost goes into the, the product price. So, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, we've got $3.50 basic domestic shipping and $4.50 basic international shipping. This is US dollars. So I can easily move the $4.50 cost into our product cost. Um, or the three dollar fifty. I haven't decided which way I'm going to go with that yet. But we also pay GST on Australian orders, so we're kind of losing out there already. So that extra little bit of money will actually pay our tax, which is good. Um, and then obviously any other uh, upgrades will be whatever the shipping cost is minus that amount of money, so that we still don't we don't lose out. And of course, we will increase those shipping costs as required to cover the percentage increase of fees that Etsy is charging us. So, you know, for me, it's okay. Uh, I can I can deal with it. I don't think, you know, putting that extra little bit of money in my product price is going to make a huge uh, amount of difference to our sales. That being said, we do sell higher end items, higher price items. For those of you listening who might not be familiar with me and what I actually do, I have, my jewelry store is Ethereal, E-P-H-E-R-I-E-L-L, and we specialize in sterling silver wedding rings. So our, our kind of average sale is $100 plus per item. So for us, that's not a huge deal. Uh, for those of you who are selling lower priced products, I do understand your shipping might be quite high um, compared to mine. In other words, you know, you're selling a $5 product with $5 shipping, you can't really whack a whole $5 into your product price necessarily. But moving some of it to reduce the shipping burden at the psychological cost of the shipping would probably be something I would recommend uh, experimenting with now because you can, because you're not, you know, you're not missing out anymore by, um, you're not missing out the fees that you were before on your shipping. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, talk, you know, putting up the prices to compensate. I've kind of already talked about that. I have the margin to do it. Uh, I've got some examples here. Remember, though, the thing to remember of, of this cost is that it's percentage. So, you know, the, the lower your product cost and your shipping cost, the lower the, the fee is. I've, I've done five again, three breakdowns of cost for you here to give you an example of what that's going to look like. So, if you sell, say, you sell a five dollar item with five dollars shipping. Before the fee increase, you were paying um, 18 cents transaction fee on that. After now, you're going to be paying 50 cents transaction fee. So that you know that is quite in comparison. That seems like quite a big jump, but it's still a small amount of money that you can hopefully offset in your product price. Um, and and I just want to before I go on, I just want to say you need to. Be careful with this, with your margins. Um, actually, I'll come back to that. Let me finish the maths and then we'll get back to it. Otherwise, we'll lose track. So I just said that. Next one, $50 item with $10 shipping. Before the change, you were paying um, $1.75 in fees, transaction fees. Now you'll be paying $3. And an $100 item with $10 shipping again. Beforehand, you were paying $3.50 transaction fee. Now you're paying $5.50 transaction fee. So you can see that, you know, it, sure, there is a difference, but it's not huge. 
and okay so now i want to talk about this issue you should not be competing on price it, you are not a commodity you are a brand uh, you are never going to win competing on price because someone else will always be cheaper than you the way to compete is on quality and brand uh, recognition and standing out in another way for example you know i don't know how many times i've seen a sterling silver beautiful looking sterling silver wedding ring apparently handmade on etsy for like 25 bucks i don't know how many people sell that much but it's a lot there's a lot of people who sell um, cheaply we charge for something similar about a hundred dollars okay and there are people out there who charge more than me so there's always going to be people who charge less than you and there's always going to be people who charge more than you what you want to do is make sure you're somewhere in the ballpark and that your branding um, positions you in a certain way you know we say and brand ourselves as wedding ring specialists that is what we do we make sterling silver wedding rings they are for a special occasion. They're a special piece of jewelry. And I think for such a special piece of jewelry, they are super, or, you know, $100 is still super affordable for that. And a lot of people are willing to pay an awful lot more for their wedding rings if they are more traditional and want to go gold or whatever else or get something custom. So really, we're looking at a particular slice of the marketplace that are happy to pay what we charge for what we do. And that's what you're looking for as well. Don't just look at what other people sell and go, oh, I have to be cheaper than that. That's never going to work. It's never going to be a viable business strategy in the long run because you aren't a commodity. Commodities are things like, you know, batteries or milk or the price of iron ore. <laughs> you know, those things are driven by market forces. Your stuff is unique and handmade and special. And if you get that across to your customers and reach the right people they will pay what you need to charge so where this is coming from is if your margin is so tight that you can't afford this small fee increase you need to look at your pricing because that is a problem your margin should not be so tight that such a small increase in fees will destroy your business um, so really think about that and really look at that and do the work and think about if you're selling too cheaply, why? And I have plenty of, <laughs> I have plenty of other podcast episodes and workshops and all sorts of stuff about that sort of mindset. Actually, I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be doing a whole week talking about money in my upcoming uh, pod course, Making It. It's hashtag Making It Pod Course. It's, com it's coming out on the podcast starting July 1st. So if you're not already subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Uh, I will be doing a whole week on mindset and a whole week on money. So we're going to be talking a lot about this stuff. So please do join me for that. It's, one, it's going to be one little mini lesson a day for 30 days through July. Um, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com if you want to sign up and make sure that you get notified when it starts and uh, kind of get reminders as we go through. So... This is, you know, I'm really passionate about this because I want you to have a sustainable business that works. And I don't want you to be afraid to charge what you need to charge to make that happen. Because the right people will pay. You know, I know none of you are charging ridiculously overpriced amounts of money. I have yet to come across anybody in our, in our industry who is doing that, especially those of us who started off as hobbyists. Maybe people from the art world, but the vast majority of us 
start off vastly underpricing our work because we undervalue ourselves. So if this has been a little wake up call to review that, fantastic, please do it. I've got a whole workshop in this in the Thriver Circle, Pricing with the Head and Heart, that goes into detail about this issue, and I talk about this issue as well in that. So if you need some help with that, that might be something to check out, thrivercircle.com for that. All right, so let's move on to the idea of the packages. I really don't see any benefit for me as of yet personally of what they're offering um, in the standard package. That may change when the premium package comes out and if it has something absolutely fantastic that will you know, in- increase my amount of business by the amount that it's going to cost me, then I may consider it. But at this point in time, I don't really understand uh, why they're doing that unless there is a longer term game in mind and we'll need to keep an eye on that. So, um, you know, they're not taking away any tools from us. Everything that we currently have, we can still use, which is great. Uh, I've been experimenting with uh, Etsy um, ads at the moment on Etsy. See how that goes. It's doing all right right, so far. Um, You know, things like having your own .com. mm, I prefer to own that myself. I prefer to have my own .com that I own and have my own website still because I don't feel comfortable ever putting all my eggs in one basket. This is why I don't teach you how to succeed on Etsy. I, I teach you how to have a successful, thriving, profitable, handmade business no matter where you sell. Etsy's fantastic. I, I've been on there since I started. I'm not going to leave anytime soon. And I do still recommend it as the number one place to get started because it is easy and they take care of all of the tech stuff and the website security. And it looks great. It's easy to use. The the traffic is there. But I do always recommend people, you know, grow to the point where you have your own website. Even if you don't sell necessarily at this point in time on your own website, just having it. And having that real estate that you own that nobody can take away from you is really important. I just want to backtrack slightly. I just realized I didn't mention selling on Facebook. This is because it's not something that I've really uh, investigated. But if it's something that you've been doing and it's working well for you, again, come and share that with us. I'd love to know about it. Just tag me at Creighton Thrive on Instagram or at Jess Van Den on Twitter. Um, Another concern I heard somebody mention I think, I don't know whether it was in the Thriver Circle or if it was on the Crate and Thrive page or somewhere else. I've been seeing a lot of discussion about this lately. They mentioned the idea that this is making it easier. The pack, I think it was the packages in particular, making it easier for big brands to use the platform. Um, so that was a bit of a theory that I kind of hope doesn't happen. I mean, I'm, I have nothing against genuine handmade businesses that are large using the platform because that's what it's for. But we all know there's a lot of people who... Uh, kind of unscrupulously take advantage of Etsy as a platform that perhaps shouldn't be. So that'll be ha- that'll be something we'll have to watch out for, I think. Okay, so kind of in summary here, overall, you know, for me, if this means that Etsy continues to focus back on their core offerings, you know, they've they've been deleting stuff left, right, right and center. They've gotten rid of all the extraneous things like Etsy wholesale um, and. A whole bunch of other side projects and they really seem to be coming back and focusing on their core business which is being the place to buy handmade vintage and handmade supplies online so if they continue to do that and they continue to put this money that they're earning into advertising to bring more people to the platform then i think that can only benefit sellers in the long run because the more people they bring to the platform the more people are there to buy from us 
So if that is what they're planning and that is where they're going to go with this, then I'm okay with it. And I think it could even be a really good thing in the long run for our Etsy shops. But we have to remember at the end of the day, Etsy is a company. They're a corporation. They're a public company more so. So they are responsible to their shareholders first and foremost. And they need to do things that make their shareholders happy. So that is something that we have to remember that they aren't what they used to be. They aren't the small scrappy startup that they were once upon a time. They aren't these days focused so much on community building and they're more focused on profit building, which is not necessarily a bad thing. As I've talked before, profit is kind of the point of business. If you're not making a profit, what's the point? Um, So there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But if it gets to the point where they stop being what they are, which is a handmade platform, then a lot of us might have to reevaluate. But we're not there yet. To this point in time, it's still a good, wonderful choice for beginner, middling and advanced long-term sellers like myself. I'll be hitting 10 years on Etsy this year and uh, I wouldn't be here where I am today without them. So I will always be grateful to Etsy for creating a platform and a place that allowed myself and so many, perhaps millions of other people, the opportunity to start a handmade business. So always remember that. You don't want to have an Etsy business. You want to have a handmade business of which Etsy is a part. Sure, it can be a very important part and it is for me, but by building your own brand and your own platform and your own marketing in other places, you'll be much more resilient to change when things like this do happen. And they'll probably keep happening (laughs) because that's what happens in business so think about that remember that you know do the work to get found in etsy have excellent photos do the seo work um you know all of those things that mean that when people find you they will buy from you but also spend the time investing elsewhere building up your mailing list building up your social media following building up your pinterest building your own website because at the end of the day You'll always have that. And if you build a business instead of just an Etsy business, you'll always be able to pivot and move in a new direction. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I hope that gave you some food for thought. Um, Again, all of those numbers are going to be over on the website. So if you want to review them, head on over to createandthrive.com. Look for episode 153. And please do share this episode if you think it would help the people in your community to kind of get a feel for or get their head around these changes in the Etsy fees. Again, screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, tag me at and create and thrive. I'd love to um, say hi to you as one of my listeners. So please do share it with people um, and help them out as well. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts. If you've got a minute or two, I would really appreciate that. It makes a lot of difference. And remember to stick around in July for the Making It Pod course. Head on over to makingitpodcourse.com and 
pop your email in there to register to be notified uh, when it starts and also I'll be sending out a few little bits and pieces throughout the month uh, that the pod course is running it's absolutely free every episode will be coming out on the podcast Uh, if you do want to participate in the discussion that's the only thing that's in the thriver circle so that's my membership community for makers Uh, if you do want to participate in the in-depth discussion that's where it's going to be happening but the actual lessons of the course will be going out to everybody on the podcast for absolutely free and I really hope that it helps you get a bit more uh, strategy in place and we're going to be talking about mindset money marketing and business management starting July 1st thank you so much for listening this has been another episode of the create and thrive podcast with me Jess Van Den I'll see you again next week and bye for now